You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. PJ Glasser, Ryan Horvath, You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM. We're filling in for Nick and Ken, who will be back tomorrow. Getting ready to uh, dive into Wild Card Weekend. A reminder to you guys, though, that you can watch us on stadiums. So make sure you go to Stadium. Com. We will be there until 6 o'clock Eastern time. Also on Sirius Channel 160, Sirius XM 205. And we still are on twitch.tv slash BeckQL and YouTube backslash Odyssey Sports. Ryan, let's get into it. We talked about uh, all these games yesterday. Another day to, to think about it, break it down. We've obviously had some line movement in a couple of these games, whether it be side or total. We've stayed Firm, though, on Browns and Texans. Browns minus 2.5, the total at 44.5. You like Cleveland on the money line, minus 145. The Texans are plus 120. Your thoughts on uh, on this matchup? Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm with you. I like Cleveland in the game. If we got to three, I might want to bet the Texans. It's, 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 it's hard for me to bet against C.J. Stroud. I really like C.J. Stroud. I like D'Amico Ryans. I like what he's done with that defense, but... You know, Cleveland, I mean, especially at home this season, I mean, I know the home road splits. Uh, they're a much better team at home, but I don't know, man. Stefanski, this is his best coaching job, in my opinion, um, other than that first year with Baker Mayfield when they went to the playoffs and won a playoff game. You know, the concern I had was obviously, like, the injuries. Amari Cooper's been inactive the last two weeks. He's dealing with a heel injury, but it looks like he's going to be able to play. And you look what he did in that first matchup against the Texans. They had no answer for him. He caught 11 balls, had 265 yards uh, against that Texans defense. Uh, so I just think that's a nightmare matchup if he's healthy in this game. So I'm with you. I think Cleveland's the better team. I, Texans, I like the uh, direction that they're heading in right now, obviously. But it's C.J. Stroud, a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback, making his first start against a vet and against a, a pretty well-coached team and a good defense. And he's going to have Miles Garrett chasing after him in that game. So... Yeah, I'm still with you. I lean, I lean Browns. I like the money line price at minus 145. Yeah, I do too. I, I didn't want to touch the two and a half just because it, it does feel like this game will be close. And maybe, you know, there's a two-point conversion or maybe there's a miss extra point or something like that. Um, so I'm with you. I just took the Browns on the money line. I do think they win the game. I, David Njoku, like, man, his receiving yards is only at 54 and a half. Ryan, since Flacco has taken over. Uh, so excluding the Rams, Rams game, which was his first start. After that, Njoku, six catches for 91 yards, 10 catches, 104, six for 44, six for 134. It's props in at 54 and a half. Like, that's been his guy. Yeah. I know Amari Cooper has had some big games too. That Texans game, he went absolutely insane against them. So 
because Amari went so crazy against Houston, I think they key on him a little bit more. And Njoku had a big game, uh, didn't have as big of a game. He scored a touchdown, but he only had 44 yards receiving. So I think paying more attention to Amari, who burned him last time, is going to help Njoku even that much more. So I think it's going to be a big game for him. And then again, man, Stefanski has just been letting it rip yeah. with Joe Flacco. Passing attempts isn't up yet for Flacco, but when that does become available, if that's anything below 40, I would uh, I would take a look at that. So that's what I'm doing. But that Njoku receiving yards, I do like that a lot. Yeah, he's been a monster this season. I love the way that they're using him. You know, they're lining him up every once in a while in the backfield. Obviously, he's a tight end, but they put him in the slot every once in a while. And uh, it's been a breakout season. Stefanski's been so good. I mean, year one with Baker, he was really good. Because they had the strong run game. They had a top five offensive line. Nick Chubb was healthy, which helped. But Baker was really good when they used play action. And then for whatever reason, you know, the year where Baker, I mean, he got hurt. He injured his shoulder. But they stopped using play action so much. They really couldn't get the run game going. And people were calling for Stefanski's head. And now this season, I mean, he's most likely going to be your coach of the year. And I love what the offense looks like. And also what's going to help is it looks like Miles Garrett will be healthy. I know he missed week 18, but they were resting their starters, but he had that shoulder injury. He's yep. been dealing with that for like the last month, but um, looks like he was a full participant in practice. So I feel good about, I feel good about the Browns as long as he's out there. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, all right. Dolphins and chiefs. We've talked about yeah. this game. There's been some more movement. It's gone from four to four and a half Kansas city favored. The total is 44 in the game. You like the chiefs on the money line. They're minus two twenty five. The dolphins are plus one. 80. So, Ryan, we were talking about it yesterday, and you were like, you know, originally I didn't like the Dolphins, but now that this number's gotten a four, you were thinking about taking them. Now it's gotten a four and a half. So, if this game's like 21 17, 24 20, you're, you're going to be a winner. You won't push. Now that you got in the four and a half, I just, again, like at some shops, Ryan, this game opened at one and a half. Like yeah. these are even teams. So, the weather is built into the line, but is there almost too much? of an adjustment for the weather. Like, we're getting three points here yeah. for the weather. Yeah, and remember Mike McDaniel, they had the perfect game plan in the playoffs last year, and they were on their third-string quarterback. You're they right. Had, you know, they didn't have, obviously, Tua in that game. What worries me a little bit is the first matchup. Miami was really bad on third downs. I believe they only converted three uh, third downs in that game. They had 292 total yards of offense. Now we're asking Tua on the road in a weather game, a Hawaiian quarterback playing, you know, in cold weather uh, conditions. Yep going against Spags and that defense. Because the Chiefs' defense has been really what's kept them in games this season. I like their secondary. I like Snead a lot. I think he's going to be physical with Tyreek, and Tyreek's not 100%. Mm -hmm. You could give him some safety help up top. I would love to take the Dolphins. The reason I haven't done it yet, even at 4.5, is just the injuries. Andrew Van Ginkle is going to miss the rest of the postseason. He's been a monster, especially because they lost Jalen Phillips. They lost Bradley Chubb for the entire playoffs. So that's what scares me, man. Now they have to rely on Melvin Ingram. At his age, who they just picked up off the street a couple weeks ago. Uh -huh. Jerome Baker's also going to miss the rest of the uh, postseason. He had wrist surgery. Tyreek's not healthy. Jalen Waddle was inactive last Sunday. Um, you know, he's dealing with an ankle injury. So even if he's out there, he's not going to be 100%. I expect Mostert to play. I expect uh, HN to play, but they're both dinged. You know, and Mostert, he's dealing with a knee and an ankle injury, man. So it's just injuries. I love the price right now. For Miami, but I don't really love the my uh, I don't love the matchup in the weather, and I hate betting against Andy Reid and Mahomes in the playoffs at home. No, I'm with you. I, you know, this was a spot I I wanted to bet Miami in, but the weather is is scaring me. I really think it is a big deal. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Since 2017, games in temperatures of 49 degrees or lower, Miami is one in 17 straight up. Right. 
Like, obviously... And they can't beat a playoff team this year. They have one win against a team in the playoffs. Exactly. And their offense has really struggled in those games. So, their offense has struggled in games where it's been good conditions. Now we're going to throw you in a game where the temperature is zero. To me, the bet in this game, lay the juice, take the Dolphins team total under 21.5. Got it at minus 155. It's at minus 165. To me, that's the play. Like that, you know, we... The Chiefs' offense has struggled a bunch this year, as we know. I think drops are going to be an issue again in this game, Ryan, because of the cold temperatures. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Both teams are going to see if they can have success on the ground running the ball. So because of that, man, I I think that Dolphins team total under is the way to go at minus 165. Chiefs were able to rest some starters last week because they knew they were going to be locked into the three seed. Dolphins have obviously been in wars the last three weeks. They played the Cowboys. They played the Ravens. They played the Bills. Like these are big games. You mentioned how banged up they are. It's just, it's brutal. I mean, to think that if they won that game against the Ravens, they could have been the one seed. That was a huge game. Huge game. And they let them hang 56 points. You lose that, and then you turn around, and just a complete disaster to lose the AFC East. I just, things are trending the wrong direction for Miami, man. So, I like their team total under. And, like, we talk about how, like, when they have to, like, step up in class and play a physical team. I mean, they're flashy as hell. They're fun as hell, especially on the offensive side of the ball. But, yeah, I needed them. The Cowboys game, um, I started to feel really good about Miami. Like, Mm -hmm. they were trending towards being one of the top defenses, if not the best defense in the league. But they just can't stay healthy. And now you're going to have Pacheco probably fully healthy. I know he didn't play in week 18 because the Chiefs, like you said, didn't play anybody. But look what he did week 17. That was the best he looked. Uh, And he had a shoulder injury. He had a quad injury pretty much all season. But he went for 130 yards against the Bengals run defense week 17. So now he's fully healthy. I'm going to probably go with an anytime touchdown. Grab some of his props. But man, like I just, I wish the Dolphins had Phillips or had Chubb, had any of their pass rushers because... Four and a half, and we're probably not getting that price I get, but man, like Donovan Smith, who's the Chiefs' um, left tackle, he hasn't played since week 13. That's a big injury right there. So if they were fully healthy with that defense, I think they'd win this game outright. But even at four and a half, I don't know if I could do it for Miami. That's the way that I'm leaning, though. Any interest in like defensive touchdowns in this game? Chiefs are plus 500 anytime. Dolphins are plus 700. Obviously, you know, when the Chiefs played the Raiders a couple weeks ago, the Raiders had those two defensive touchdowns. Just feels like a game, right, where there are probably going to be some turnovers just because of the cold weather. Can somebody take, you know, a scoop and score? Can they get a pick six, take it back for a touchdown? Dolphins are uh, the uh, the Chiefs had a defensive touchdown when these two teams played in Germany. So I don't know. I think I want a little bit of a better price than a yeah. plus 500 yeah. with the Chiefs, but I think we could get a defensive score. I'd go with the Chiefs, definitely. I mean, look at the end of the game last Sunday night where – I, I mean, I know that their wide receivers were all beat up. They didn't have Jalen Waddell. Tyreek was actually the only Dolphins receiver with more than uh, three targets in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, he caught seven for 82, but Cedric Wilson led the team in routes run. I'm not the biggest Cedric Wilson guy. He, he, he ran the most routes, and he only had one catch for 24 yards in that game. I mean, with the game on the line, pretty big game, too. Um, they were throwing the ball to Chase Claypool. So... If Tua has to, if they're not able to get the run game going and Tua has to drop back 35, 40 times in this game, I might look at a Chiefs defensive touchdown. I think he might have a couple turnovers in this game, especially the way that he's trending right now. I think the game that I'm the least confident about this weekend side or total is Steelers-Bills. Like, I really don't have a good feel. Bills yeah. favored by 10. The total is 36. 
I think the play that I do like is I'm going to buy the Steelers up to plus three in the first quarter. I trust Tomlin to have a really good game plan to start. And I think the Bills are going to be conservative. They don't want to give the Steelers any kind of life. They don't want to turn it over. They don't want to give them any confidence in trailing this game. So I think they lean on James Cook. They play very conservative. They see if Mason Rudolph can throw him an interception, something like that. There's a reason that first quarter uh, over under at 7.5 is juiced minus 150 to the under. Yeah. But I like the Steelers to keep it close. Like I could see that being a 3 nothing game at the end of one. I could see it being 0-0. I think you just trust Tomlin to keep this game early. I remember when they played Kansas City a couple years ago, and it was Roethlisberger's last year. They were two touchdown dogs in that game in Arrowhead. And they scored a defensive touchdown and went up 7-0. But their game plan early on in that game was really good. Mahomes and the Chiefs couldn't get anything going. The problem was the Steelers' offense just couldn't muster any first downs. And they just wore down. And then the Chiefs' offense woke up. So if the Steelers are able to run the ball like they've been doing the last three weeks and they're able to choose some clock, I think there's an opportunity they can keep this game close. So I like them plus three in the first quarter. We'll get your thoughts on that, Ryan, on the other side as we head towards our number three. We'll talk Steelers-Bills. Ryan will give his thoughts. He'll also talk about his Packers against the Cowboys. We'll talk Rams-Lions and Eagles-Bucks as well. You better, you bet. Presented by BetMGM, our number three on the way after the break. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.